You're listening to the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcast. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. Each week, I share with you evidence-based research about mental health disorders. I dispense empathy, hope, and share with you a deeper understanding of what mental illness is. Together, we can raise awareness, improve attitudes, and remove the barriers to mental health. Thank you. Hello. In this episode of the Psych Nurse Practitioner Podcast, we will talk about major depressive disorder. Depression is a common mental health disorder that negatively affects how you feel, think, and act. As a psych nurse practitioner, you need to instill hope in your patients and educate your patient population that depression is treatable. Depression is a leading cause of disability in the United States. According to the National Institute of Health, an estimated 17.3 million adults in the United States had at least one major depressive episode. This uh, number represents 7.1% of all U.S. adults. The prevalence of major depressive episode was higher among adult females at 8.7% compared to males at 5.3%. The prevalence of adults with a major depressive episode was highest among individuals aged 18 to 25 years old, and that constitute about 13.1%. Depression is also the fourth contributor of global burden of disease. It afflicts 121 million people worldwide and causes disability. Now, there are several forms of depressive disorders. The most common is the major depressive disorder. There's dysthymia. There's postpartum depression, seasonal affective disorder, and bipolar disorder. Some patients with major depressive episode can have psychosis. As the expert provider, you will tease out where your patient falls under these depressive episodes. The causes of depression is multifactorial. Genetics and biology play a factor in depression. Depression can also be medication-induced. Environmental uh, stressors can exacerbate depression as well as socio-cultural factors. Now, unresolved trauma can also lead to depression. So patients have to process these traumatic events. An healthy physical and emotional uh, violent relationships can cause depression. Substance use and alcohol use disorder can have comorbid diagnosis of depression. Now, the criteria for the major depressive disorder from the DSM-5 is that symptoms of depression should be present for about two weeks duration that affects cognition, affect, and neurovegetative symptoms. Bereavement induces a lot of emotional suffering that resulted from one experience or episode. It is very important for the psych nurse practitioner to differentiate normal sadness and grief to a major depressive episode. In psychiatry, we use the mnemonic SIG-E caps for depression. S is for sleep, I is for irritability, G is for guilt, E is energy that is low, C is for concentration that is impaired, a is for appetite changes that could be high appetite or increased appetite or low appetite. Uh, 
or no appetite at all. P is for psychomotor retardation or psychomotor agitation. S is for suicidal thoughts. Now, if your patient has five of nine of these symptoms um, of depression, then you, you are highly likely to diagnose them with depression. Scoring of the PHQ-9 helps the psych nurse practitioner categorize the depression as mild or moderate to severe depression. As a psych nurse practitioner, you need to specify the diagnosis as major depressive disorder with or without psychosis. Other clinical manifestations of depression includes um, feelings of anxiety and sadness. Your patient can tell you that they feel empty inside. Patients can have multiple negative thoughts with low self-esteem, hopelessness, and helplessness. Patients can feel worthless and have excessive guilt. Patients with depression can show or manifest in irritability and restlessness. Um, they tend to isolate and lose interest in activities that were once pleasurable. Psychomotor retardation uh, with decreased energy or excessive fatigue can present in your pop patient population as well. As far as sleep, patient can either have insomnia or hypersomnia with early morning awakening. Now, patients with depression can present with impaired concentration, impaired memory. Patients uh, are unable to make decisions and can be very ambivalent. Patients with um, depression can have somatic symptoms of aches and pains or stress headaches. These patients that present to your clinic with gastrointestinal issues um, do not get better with treatment. Patients with chronic illness such as stroke, heart disease, cancer, HIV, AIDS, Parkinsonism, uh, diabetes, hypertension are at higher risk for depression. We've talked about using the PHQ-9 as um, a screening tool for depression. Now, complications of depressive disorder can lead to, as we talked about, social isolation, poor appetite, um, impaired relationships, passive and active suicidal thoughts. You, as a psych nurse practitioner, have to assess for intent for these suicidal thoughts. Do they have a plan? Do they have access um, to firearms? These are critical for the skilled nurse practitioner to assess. Ask for past suicide attempts or any recent suicidal attempts. Check for impulsivity. Assess for intoxication for drugs and alcohol. Um, family history of suicides are also red flags that you need to be aware of. Now, brief hospitalization is needed during these acute depressive episodes when they're psychotic or if they have suicidal thoughts or suicide um, intent or plan. Your psychiatric notes should include a mental status exam. This differentiates our field of psychiatry from other um, fields in medicine. Diagnosis of depression is made after you obtain a full history and physical exam. Make sure that you order your diagnostics, your labs, uh, alcohol and urine drug screen. 
so that you can rule out other medical um, diagnosis. Collateral information is very important. You need to collaborate with your team of social work um, therapists to get this information, or you can call the family or significant others as well. As far as pharmacologic treatment modality, the first line in the treatment for depression are the SSRIs. These are the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Uh, among the SSRIs are the fluoxetine, sertraline, escitalopram, citalopram, paroxetine, and are very common SSRIs that is affordable and well-tolerable. You must educate your patients that SSRIs can take uh, four to six weeks for the medication to respond and also decrease the symptoms of depression. As a psych nurse practitioner, you educate uh, patients that SSRIs can induce uh, mania. So this is a very important um, information that you need to assess on your patient population with the induction of SSRIs. Patients need to be seen uh, for follow-ups after they are started on SSRIs, and you need to also educate them about not stopping um, SSRIs abruptly due to discontinuation syndrome. Other form of pharmacologic uh, modalities are the tricyclics or the TCAs. These are the nortriptyline or imipramine um, that has higher side effects. So be careful before you do the um, prescription for the TCAs. Another form of pharmacologic treatments are the monoamine oxidase inhibitors or the MAOIs. These are among the oldest classification of medications in the treatment for depressive uh, disorder. It is very important as a psych nurse practitioner that you educate your patients to avoid foods with tyramine when, when they are on MAOI. As a psych nurse practitioner, you can also provide non-pharmacologic treatment modalities such as brief therapy. Um, you provide them empathy, support. You can also um, refer them to psychotherapy. CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy helps patients remove their negative thoughts. Um, they're catastrophizing their patterns that are negative and they can help, CBT can help with restructuring of their thoughts. IPT or interpersonal therapy is um, able to teach the patient work out their relationships that may lead to depression. Now, another form of modality treatment is the ECT or the electroconvulsive therapy. You need to refer this out. ECT is referred for patients who are treatment resistance um, to medication management. ECT does provide relief of symptoms of depression for some patients, but it also have um, side effects of memory loss. As a psych nurse practitioner, you need to educate about lifestyle changes, exercise, yoga, meditation, uh, using med uh, food as medication, you know, healthy diet are among the few conservative options that you can offer um, your patients with mild depression and also for moderate to severe depression for, for lifestyle changes. It is important that you educate your patient population about sleep hygiene.
it is important to stress the importance of pills and skills. Okay, as a psych nurse practitioner, uh, you have the responsibility for care coordination and referrals um, to other um, treatment um, facilities or as well as a therapist. Follow-up appointments is critical for medication management as well as therapy so that we are aware that um, is the treatment modality working and is it decreasing the symptoms of depression. You need to reinforce treatment compliance, educate about triggers, also um, educate about abstinence for drugs and alcohol. The role of the psych nurse practitioner in the field of psychiatry is very important as we are using our specialized nursing skills. Nurse practitioners have a master's degree and has specialization and certification. As a psych nurse practitioner, you can manage depression in both inpatient and outpatient clinics. Psych nurse practitioner also work in the emergency room. Um, psych nurse practitioner work as consultants in the hospital floors, skilled nursing facilities, and other community or educational healthcare settings. Thank you for listening in to our Psych uh, uh... Nurse Practitioner podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I share with you my passion in the field of psychiatry. I discuss evidence-based research, treatment modalities, psychotropics, and different therapies that we use in psychiatry. My hope is to build a community where we can have empathy and compassion to those struggling with mental health conditions. Find me on social media at Anna Sanchez underscore psych underscore NP and subscribe to my podcast. Thank you. This Psych Nurse Practitioner podcast does not constitute a medical advice. This podcast is not intended to replace a professional psychiatric assessment. The ideas expressed in this podcast do not reflect the position of the speakers, authors, affiliated medical and nurse practitioner organizations. Thank you.